Welcome to a special episode of the Pogle Podcast. I am Matt Tarka, producer of the Pogle Podcast. We at the Pogle National Office are excited for 2021 when we will present a virtual National Conference to Advance Pogle Practice Meeting, or NCAP, with the theme of Transforming Education and Educators. Pogle practitioner Dr. Wayne Pearson interviewed next year's panelists, and through their discussion, you will learn about the origins of NCAP and what to expect next year. Our panelists include Dr. Ahn Lee of Florida Southern University, Dr. Chris Mayfield of James Madison University, Dr. Kristen Plessel of the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater, and Dr. Gail Webster of Guilford College. Please mark your calendars for June 28th through June 30th, and we will see you next year. Okay, well, welcome everybody. Thanks for joining us uh, for our little uh, podcast on NCAP. And I would like to start with Kristen. Kristen, you were really a driving force in, in developing NCAP from the very get-go. You were the chair of the 2017 uh, NCAP committee and probably more responsible for NCAP than any other person in the project. I want to take you back to 2016, 2017. Why did we need an NCAP? What was the idea of getting, at that time, it was National Conference for Advanced Pogel Practitioners. What was the need to get practitioners together? What were your goals? And based on what participants told you, was it successful? Um, as we were working on our strategic plan, an area of improvement that we found across the project was um, for um, I, what, what we called advanced POGO practitioners. But really what we saw was we were providing excellent professional development workshops to in introduce those concepts of guided inquiry and collaborative learning. And we offered advanced workshops, but they required three days to go to them. And they were, you were learning in workshops most of the time rather than sharing your own knowledge. Um, and so that really was missing was how could the community share their individual progress with each other? And, and really in an interdisciplinary fashion, we were doing it in chemistry conferences. We were doing it in computer science conferences. We were doing it in biology, but because the audience was a mixture of people that still kept it at that low introductory level. Um, and really we felt like we could step things up if we could get that community together across the disciplines, across high school and college, and really learn from each other to get those innovative higher level impacts. So we envisioned a, a conference where, as we do in Pogel fashion, everyone practices what we preach. It's interactive, we're working together in a multiple of different ways. Um, and I, I do wanna go back and correct something you said. Well, I am the face of the first um, NCAP. It was such a collaborative process. The committee really worked together and brought all these ideas together. Everyone came, it was the PNM in 2015, and everyone came in um, on the very first night. We had a vision where we could jump right into all of those details and work together through them. Um, I was just the one helping manage all of their ideas into to a cohesive thought. It was not all me, so I wanted to come back to that. I think you also um, asked about how did we achieve what we hoped to? And I think we really did. Um, at the first NCAP, I saw a mixture of new faces, people who I may never have met before, but had been Pogel practitioners for quite some time. Um, so this meant we were bringing in people who had gone to a regional workshop in Georgia 
but I was able to meet them even though I was in the Midwest region. Um, it, I also saw, have seen people at NCAPS who used to be very active in the POCO project, but then have, are now reinvigorated and are now coming in. They weren't interested in participating in a PNM, but NCAP provided them a way to show what they've been doing in, the, uh, in their own classroom, and it makes our whole community more vibrant. Okay, well, I will, I will still stick with my opening statement, Kristen. Uh, certainly, I was on that committee, and, and I saw how much you did, so, so I'm, I'm not going to back down from what I said. I'll continue so, to disagree respectfully. Okay, that's fine. So, so on. So you, you had a tough act to follow. 2017 was a, was a very uh, successful conference. I think everyone agreed. And you had to repeat that. So I'm going to ask you to, to let our listeners kind of get an insight into what really goes on at an NCAP meeting. Uh, what kind of activities are they involved in? Uh, Kristen alluded to, well, we practice what we preach, but what would people be doing? And uh, how is it different than, say, our other meetings, like the Pogel National meeting, the PNM? How is it different? Sure. So uh, the Pogel National meeting, you know, I would describe that as, uh, so it's a meeting, but uh, the participants are there uh, to do the work uh, of the project, I guess is, is how I'll, I'll describe it. So essentially, um, you know, so to, to take you know, some of those strategic plan initiatives uh, that the that the project and that the steering committee you know, have identified and to try and implement and further things that help the project. Uh, whereas I think NCAP, the focus on NCAP is uh, on us as professional practitioners of Pogel in the classroom. And so uh, as a result, uh, so what NCAP is, the, the way that I would describe it, and this alludes to what uh, Kristen had mentioned, is that it's, it's what you get if you take sort of a traditional academic conference where you're bringing people in who are there to share, you know, you know these are things that I've tried, you know, these are things that I found out. But then um, you attach to that the, um, the, the, what, the things that we strive to do as Pogel practitioners in the classroom. So rather than, you know, sitting through, you know, 15 or 20 minute presentations of people telling you, you know, oh, you know, this is an activity that I've developed or this is you know, a, a technique that I've, um, that I've tried out. Uh, NCAP takes, uh, takes a larger chunk of time. And you know, rather than you know, just sort of sitting and, and hearing people tell you about, you know, well, this is what I do, um, instead those people are going to you know, demonstrate it for you. And so, um, so a lot of the NCAP sessions are uh, 45 minute blocks of time where you have people, you know, who are, you know, who, are, who have volunteered to share, you know, you know, I've tried, I've developed this thing or, um, you know, this is a new thing that I've tried. And so we're going to all experience it together. And so, you know, as a result, so you as um, as an attendee sort of get a sense of, oh, you know, this thing that, that, the, that the presenter was, was talking about, you know, oh, this is what it feels like, you know, if, if I were in that place as a student. Um, so for the people who are sort of presenting and sharing their ideas, you know, what I've found in a lot of those sessions is that it's sort of like, you know, live peer review where 
even out of even after demonstrating and, and sort of um, experiencing this thing for 20 or 25 minutes, you know, then you get this you know, sort of rush of uh, ideas and feedback from people as they as they take you know what they've experienced and sort of see well how does this fit with um, with my students and with my situation and uh, it, and you end up with a, a really rich uh, community experience from that. So many of the sessions at NCAP uh, are in that style. Uh, so we do also have um, some of the uh, Pogo workshops um, you know, that, you would, that you might see as part of a three-day meeting. Uh, so there's so there's uh, some workshop experiences. Uh, so we do also have fish bowls where people can uh, hone their uh, their facilitation skills, not using you no know, actual students, but using the other participants as well. Uh, there's informal networking time, you know, where people can have you know have time to have those conversations with other people. Um, you know, you know, I had this idea, and you know, such and such person said that you are the right person to talk to, you know, about this. So that's that, that's you know what the NCAP experience is like. That sounds like a lot of hard work and sounds like valuable work to be doing, but I think you've left out one aspect, and that's game night. And in particular, you are responsible for pogo karaoke. How does uh, that fit into NCAP? Uh, so it so pogo karaoke fits into NCAP in that. Uh, it it suit it fits the personality of a good chunk of the people there, um, so you know as as you may have heard, um, you know I think it's it's universally uh, recognized within the Pogo community that we all are really great and we work really hard, and uh, part of being able to sustain that is uh, you know this this sense of community you know with between practitioners. And uh, what better way to either make or alienate new friends uh, than to um, than than to than to have uh, a bunch of us uh, in a room uh, af after after the the formal conference day is done uh, singing karaoke? Absolutely, yeah, it's it, it it's a lot of fun. Okay, now I'm going to go to uh, Gail and Chris, who who are two different people, but they're sharing the responsibility for the upcoming NCAP in 2021. So uh, I guess my first question is, it's still NCAP, but it's now a different name. It's now the National Conference to Advance Pogo Practice. Uh, Gail, do you want to speak to why we decided to change the name slightly? Sure, we wanted the conference to really be more inclusive and we wanted the folks in the community of Pogolers to know that if you're using Pogol at any level, you don't have to have been doing it for a certain number of years, that we want you to come to this conference because there are things that we can all learn from you and you can learn from other people there. And so we were really hoping to make it very clear that our goal, and if you look at the um, theme for the conference, transforming education and educators, we want people to come because that's our, our goal, is to be a place where people can see how education can be transformed through a pedagogy that really takes community into the classroom and we take it out into the world as educators. The serendipity that happens at a conference like this because there's so much interaction between the participants really does lead to 
um, connections and projects and outcomes that we couldn't even imagine as we're planning the meeting. So that is really important um, to transform education and to transform our educators. Yeah, I think that's absolutely the, the, the case. In terms of this year's conference, I know originally we were planning to be in Salt Lake City, we were gonna be live and then a certain pandemic hit. Uh, we've now planned to be virtual. Uh, could you let our listeners know how the virtual setting is maybe gonna be the same as an NCAP ever was and maybe how it might be a little different, either Chris or Gail, whoever wants to take that question. Chris, do you wanna take that? Sure, I can take that one. So I have to say, I've never attended a Pogo meeting that wasn't amazing. And that will certainly be the case for NCAP in spite of being a virtual conference. Um, in fact, you should go check out our tentative schedule on the NCAP website, pogo.org slash NCAP. It's, it, instead of being an all-day, um, three-day event, we're actually condensing it for an online setting. So it will be the tentative schedule right now is to go from 11 a.m. to about 5 p.m. Eastern. Um, that will should accommodate hopefully everybody, um, at least in the uh, U.S. time zones. And we're still going to have about the same number of sessions, plenary speakers, birds of a feather, round tables, workshops, um, and even some fish bowls uh, virtually online as well. So the, the content will likely uh, largely be the same. The schedule and the logistics, of course, will be different because we will be um, in a virtual setting. I guess the other thing I should mention is um, the conference dates are still the same as they were originally advertised. So June 28th through 30th next summer. And any other ad additional information you can find on the website online. Kristen. Wayne, thanks for letting me jump in here. I just wanted to pop in, even though we're not, we're, we're not face to face, we're virtual next year. I'm so impressed with how we've continued to improve. Um, from NCAP 2017, which was a great event, and then 2019, which sh shifted some things and continued to improve. And I think NCAP 2021 is going to continue to improve virtual or not. It's going to be awesome. I hope to see everyone there. Absolutely. Uh, now, as far as applications are concerned, they're, they're being accepted now, right? And that's going to stay open for a while. But you still want to get in. You still don't want to wait on that application. You want to get in and apply and, and reserve your spot. Gail, I think you had something yeah. to add to? We'll be taking applications until um, March the 1st, but we really would love to get applications early so that we can do a really thorough job of organizing so that we can get our sessions set up with, with like type um, topics together. And we really want to encourage people who apply to reach out to a friend that they know that's in the project because now that we're virtual, it really is gonna be a lot easier for a lot of people to get to the meeting that maybe couldn't before. So we are super excited about that. While we're sad that we can't see each other in person, the opportunity to see more people to me is very exciting. And the plan is to go back to face-to-face -to -face in 2023 and it's still Salt Lake City, right? Yes. Great, great, all right, fantastic. Okay, so that sort of lays the foundation for what NCAP is all about. I would actually like to go around and ask people to give one reason why they're going back to NCAP in 2021. But I'm gonna start first, actually. Uh, and and um, for me, before the first NCAP, 
I really felt like I was on a Pogol Island. Uh, I was the only person at my institution using Pogol. Uh, I didn't have a lot of communication with the community. Uh, I hadn't started working with the project. And boy, when the chance to go to NCAP came up, that was like fantastic. I'm going to go back for the community to belong to a, a community of people, of like-minded people who share my feelings about education, who I can learn from. So um, that's, that's why I'm going back. So Kristen, why are you going back? I'm going to meet new people, learn new things. Um, I, I love to that wide variety of people there um, and can't wait to get new faces and connect with them. On, how about you? Swag. <laughs> I think that could be done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going back to NCAP in part because um, so it's it's a chunk of time like during the the year or during the summer where you know I can set everything aside and you know just think and uh, think about what what do I do in the classroom and in the laboratory and you know how can I you know how can I do that better stealing shamelessly from you know, the ideas and the experiences of the the other members of the Pogol community and you know having this this time available to you know really think deeply and carefully about it and to really sort of get excited again about you know going back into the classroom uh, without you know having without thinking about like all of the you know, administrative details or uh, or you know, the, the other distractions you know, that often uh, come with, you know, the beginning of the, of the semester, let's say. Okay. All right. Gail, how about you? I love that we get to work with people from large universities, small colleges, high schools, and I'm always getting such wonderful ideas from my colleagues who are high school teachers. They are masters at, you know, running a classroom and the ideas that they bring are always transferable in some way to my classroom. And I, I love that. I love being with people from a lot of different backgrounds. Great. Yeah, it sounds great. Chris, I guess you're going to have the last word. Well, this has been such an unusual year. And what I'm looking forward to at NCAP is hearing all of the creative ways that people solved problems that came up while they were either teaching Pogol or teaching in general. And not just the things that, you know, apply to the virtual learning environment, but things that we discovered about our own teaching practice or things that we discovered worked really well in general that we want to carry forward um, as we get out of this pandemic. So I'm looking forward to, to learning about those sorts of things at NCAP next summer. Okay. I want to thank you all for being here. Uh, it sounds like 2021 NCAP is going to be just as exciting as years past. I'm excited. It's six months from now, but I wish it were tomorrow. So I am really excited about this. But thank you very much for joining us and letting people know what NCAP is all about. Thanks, Wayne. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Pogel Podcast to learn more about what to expect from next year's virtual NCAP event. As always, please join us again as we think out loud with Pogel educators, researchers, and others working to transform teaching and learning for the 21st century.